Sounds like you're tap dancing. That is the sound of a cat burying her poop in the litter box. <laughs> Hear it? That's hilarious. Well, what's really funny is that she has the instinct to bury the poop, but doesn't actually do it. So all that scratching you're doing is not any of the sand. It's the side of the box and the ground near the box and the top of the box, <laughs> but not actually the litter. <laughs> and then the other cat comes along and fixes it. It's like, I don't know, thousands of years of instinct kind of, you know, fell by the wayside. <laughs> Somehow they missed a, missed a link there. <laughs> it is. Some link got, got skipped somewhere along the way. I know I'm supposed to do this thing. I just don't know why I do it. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to keep doing it. I maybe them. maybe I'll them do it here. Or maybe I'll do it there. <laughs> right. Right. Um, you can actually see the other cat roll her eyes, though. Like, oh, my God, really? Not that way. Don't do it that way. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All this energy you're expending, and you're not getting anywhere. I ran over to Whidbey Island this morning. Because my uh, son is getting married in two weeks. <gasps> Yay! Yay! Oh I know, and I love her so much. And they have a favorite winery on Whidbey. They wanted to get, they can't mail it across, uh, apparently across state lines. They can't mail the wine. Um, yeah. I just went and picked it up. And I'll, uh, t- this weekend I go to Reading. So you have the kids this weekend. What is there an occasion for that? Or they're just getting They're going to go to a concert, which very rarely do they leave the kids. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. That's why I, I've never had them all to myself before. And <laughs> you're going to be fine. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. What concert are they going? Where are they going? It's called Jesus Culture. I don't know if it's a band or what it is exactly. I think they're going to see that in, like in San Francisco. Oh, they're going to San Francisco. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Here's Anna Bobana. Oh. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> you got wrangled. Good. Wrangled I'm... by work, huh? Yeah, it's yeah, it's been kind of insane this this week. And in addition to that, it's first week of school. Right. Just so much going on. So I, I'm going to have to just listen and learn from you guys again. Well, actually, I'm interested to hear about how school's going. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to give us details about your particular children, but just kind of like the general, what's the temperature, for lack of a better word? Well, for us personally, we're going in person for the first time. We didn't take the opportunity last trimester when they were starting to bring people in, at least for a hybrid. We just stayed home. So my high schooler, it was her first year last year, but only remote. So this is really her first year in high school. <laughs> I mean, in, wow. in the high school. And it was so interesting because because we'd been so cooped up and, you know, inside and trying to protect ourselves and everything. I wasn't sure if she was going to make a big deal out of out of it. And I just knew it was just going to be weird. She has made a bigger deal. Um, she never used to really want to go clothes shopping for school. Not not very much. And this time we took like a whole day to do that. And it was really fun and exciting. And then yesterday, I took her to school. I didn't have her go on the bus. And we thought we were going to be so super early. When we got there, they had like a big 
archway of balloons greeting you at the very beginning <laughs> of the parking lot. There are already a lot of kids milling around the school. And then you see the little cheerleaders just kind of grouping together. I guess they were going to get ready for some assembly. I don't know, but they had their little uniforms on. And uh, so you could tell something was going to happen. And then they had more balloon archway balloons like at the entrance of the school. And then I was a little confused. I didn't know where to really drive and drop her off. Then I was like, oh, let's just go to the very, very front. So I let her out. Uh, out of the car, as she was walking, there were just more kids just kind of walking across the campus. And it was just a beautiful day. The sun just rose. And it was almost like this perfect thing happening. I didn't have my phone ready. She didn't want me to take a picture anyway. It was just really cool to see her just walk there for the first time at her high school. My heart was melting. I was just... (laughs) I was just like, God, this is just amazing. And how come I can't have my camera right here? And then I was and then I was leaving school and just the school looked glimmering and as you were leaving the parking lot, more balloons. Uh-huh. It was festive, it was beautiful, it was a perfect day. And I'm like, what is happening here? Uh-huh. So So it was just neat. I I just didn't expect that. And suddenly it was like, wow, she really is in high school. Wow. She's not just walking into her middle school or her elementary school. Did you cry? (laughs) You know, I did not. But I was a little I was still emotional. I was like, I I don't have a physical picture, but I think I might just draw a picture of this moment. (laughs) It was just just the back of her leaving with her backpack on her back and other kids just kind of trickling into the the entrance of the school. I know it just doesn't sound like a big deal, but it was like a big deal to me. Well, and think about this. Every, you know, every few years, she would start a new school and your son would start a new school. And this year he's graduated And she's starting the new school all by herself. So it's like uh, this whole different experience. Yeah. And do they all have to wear masks? Is that the... Yeah, they do have to wear masks. Do they care, though? I don't know. The kids? I don't know where kids are. I know where adults are with it, but I don't know where kids really are with it. I just feel like, I mean, I don't have kids, but if the kids I know... Kids are so like, okay, whatever. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. sort of resilient, you know. You, yeah. you, I, I feel like a lot of the anxieties that we have about kids wearing masks all day are our anxieties. Um, and yeah, they're probably not going to keep them on and they'll slip off their nose and they'll whatever. But in terms of just the overall concept of whether or not I wear a mask, I, I feel like all the kids I know have been like, yeah, whatever. It's just, it's just a thing. They're much more concerned about their hair and the right clothes right. and, you know, finding their locker and all that other stuff, you know, it, it seems to me. So so what was her impression? Did you get a chance to talk to her about how her first day went? Yeah, she said she was able to find her classes and I was telling her, gosh, you know, you only get five minutes between classes. She goes, you know, five minutes is actually more time to walk than you think. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I thought okay okay she's fine she'll be fine <laughs> she should work in radio 30 seconds yeah no problem like <laughs> do you guys still have like radio nightmares radio dreams oh every once in a while time. yeah oh yeah the record's done yes <laughs> record right <laughs> i'm in the bathroom right <laughs> no it's more like i can't like there's like 20,000 buttons to push and I don't seem to be pushing the right one or the computer's broken or the machine, you know, like that's my nightmare is is <laughs> yeah. like dead air, right? What we call in the industry dead air. Right. Where you're, you're pushing all these buttons and nothing's happening. 
Yeah. And alarms are going off. <laughs> it's been a while for me, so I don't have uh, those nightmares anymore, but it sure took a while to get over because I used to have the can't get to the entrance of the studio um, <laughs> nightmare <laughs> or I'm still I can't get out of the bathroom nightmare to get to the microphone or I can't get my microphone to work nightmare. I've had that one. Yeah. Do you guys ever have um I don't know have I don't know if I'm if you guys are like radio lifers. I had another career before radio and every once in a while I have nightmares about that career like that I forgot to do something or that I promised. Really what it is is I promised somebody I would do something and 20 years later I'm like, "Oh crap, I have to go do that thing," right? <laughs> I've had this dream a lot. Years later. Yeah, no, seriously. Does anyone did you either of you experience that? I think I think something close to that. Like, not really so much I made a promise to somebody, but I I have, from time to time, I have had nightmares of suddenly I'm in school again, college, and I have not made it to a class I signed up for all quarter long or all year long, and I finally realized I was supposed to be in that class, and I have a final. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Anna, I've had that identical dream. I have too. I have too. And it's like, it's the end of the quarter. And I'm like, oh my God, I forgot to go to that class. And I'm like, how am I going to explain to my parents they spent so much money (laughs) 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 on something I'm not doing? Oh my gosh. How am I going to (laughs) graduate? And I always forget in every dream, I've already, I already have my degree. (laughs) Right. That dream, that college dream, the one you just said, which is so weird that it's like the identical dream we all have. I'm sure there's a reason for that. In in my version, there's this building in Cincinnati, and I don't even think it exists. Like, in in my head, it looks a certain way. It's this big gothic building with several stories, and it's on this street filled with other gothic buildings, and it's in this one very particular part of Cincinnati I swear, I'm not even sure it really exists, but in my dream, it's so vivid every time. You know what I have a dream yeah, about? Did. You know that building when course, you're going yeah. to the um, Seattle Center and it's like a triangle building? Ugh, I can't even explain it, but there's a coffee stand there now. And for some reason, that that building and that intersection shows up in my dreams. Huh. I think it's because it's confusing oh when you're sitting there going, wait, do I go? Oh, do they go? I, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, always, it's always been a crossroad for you. <laughs> but you remember that there's a coffee stand there. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to just park my car and get out and get coffee and not worry about the light. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I I have dreams sometimes of... Uh, my childhood home. And it's never the home that we had in college or like it's never really any other home, but like my childhood home. And I don't know what that's about either. I think I have a similar sensation. When I have dreams about my parents or my home that I grew up in in Toledo, it never quite looks like it was. So I know what you mean. You know it's your home. But I, I will tell you this, and I've asked people this before. If you right now put me down in my childhood home blindfolded, I could walk the entire house and tell you exactly where everything is. I know, I just, I have the sense memory of every distance, of every wall, of every corner of that house, you know? But it's interesting that I don't dream about it in that way. When I dream about my childhood home growing up, it's always 
remodeled and I can't find my way. Oh, what? Yeah, the rooms aren't where they're supposed to be. Even the doors where you come in aren't where they're supposed to be. And it's like pure confusion. You know, somewhere there's a psychoanalyst podcast listener that's like writing all of this down. Yes. (laughs) And is going to email each of us and tell us what we need to do. (laughs) Not to change the subject, but when my um, brother was in the service, he was in Germany and my nephew learned to speak German. And he loved ABBA, and he would send us cassette tapes of him at nine years old singing ABBA songs. I wish I still had those. Oh, my God. I am I am just over the moon today with, there's new ABBA music. ABBA, like, put out this weird announcement a couple of days ago about Voyage and these weird, like, planets and all this kind of stuff and a big announcement. And we're like, what's going on? Are they going to tour? Because they famously haven't toured or really done anything at all together in 40 years. 40 years. 40 years. And all of a sudden, they're going to do, it's kind of weird what they're doing. So first of all, they are putting out a new album. They released two new songs today, which, yes, in fact, I have already listened to. Thank you very much. Uh, and they're good. I mean, they're, they really? sound like ABBA. They just sound like ABBA songs. They sound like straight out of 1980 ABBA. Um, her voice sounds fantastic. The only thing I was I was telling Sharon, my partner, is that it's funny because after all, or no, it was Lori I was telling. Um, after all these years, you know, when ABBA came out in the 70s and 80s, they made a, I feel like they made a concerted effort for their singing to sound as kind of uh, neutrally uh, English, American, Europe, you know, non-European as they could. And now they're, they just sound straight up Swedish. They're, like, they're singing in English, but they're, they're not even trying to not sound Swedish. And it's actually really sexy. But, um, <laughs> but in addition to those two new songs, they've announced this kind of weird tour that I think is holograms. If I'm, if I'm understanding this correctly, what? they're not going on tour, but there have holograms created of them that will be touring that you can go see. And before I ask, yes, I would pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I know. Well, remember Gem and the holograms. Right. <laughs> now, who was, isn't there a Whitney Houston hologram that was touring for a while? Or, or was that just like a one or two thing here? Yeah, you know, I think I think it is. I think it toured and I think it landed. Uh, I just saw an article, but I don't know where it landed. But I think it's going to be there forever now. Oh, like a like a Vegas kind of thing somewhere? Yeah. Wow. See, that's what ABBA should do. They should just do a Vegas or wherever hologram residency with Gem and the Holograms opening for them. And then you, you would just, I would, it's crazy that I would pay to see that, but I would. <laughs> I'm like Mama Mia, so I guess that tells you something. <laughs> I am trying to think of what it is they are really doing there. So is, is it something that like tours like, I don't know, wh- who's that artist uh, that, uh, you know, you get to see and it just fills the entire like big room or something, a, a big painting, but it's like all projector or something. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. So right now it's Van- right now it's Van Gogh. Van yeah. Gogh. Yeah. Yeah. There was one last year that was, um, uh, I can't remember who it was last year, but this year it's it's Van Gogh that they're, they're sort of like a holographic projection of his work. I, I would love to see that too. That's like a, a total immersion. Yeah. I got tickets. Do you? Yeah. That's great. Oh my gosh. How exciting. Yeah, I know. I'm really excited. That's going to be beautiful. Yeah. So that's what they mean. So I'm going to, it's basically Van Gogh, but it's ABBA. 
Yeah, it's it's Van Gogh, but it's ABBA. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I cut off my ear for you. <laughs> um, if you think about it, it's a really cheap way to make money. Because all you need is, what, four holographic projectors and a yeah. sound system? I mean, it's basically <laughs> a boombox and a bunch of flashlights when you think about it, you know? <laughs> You just send that around the world. It's a it's a great way to make money off of people like me. <laughs> I know. They're sitting home watching movies, eating popcorn, yeah. and uh, they're performing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And you wonder, like, I'd like to think that they're doing that because they're they're not i mean you know the rolling stones are all 80 years old and with the exception of you know charlie watts who who just passed away which is which is really sad but i mean they're all still going you know they're 80 and they're still going abba i think i think that takes some i think there's a what's the what's the word that's like um exercise or muscle right abba hasn't toured in 40 years so i don't think they're going to up and go tour right like the stones did I'd like to think that they're just tired and they don't want to do that. They don't mind singing, but they don't want to go on tour. I hate to think it's because they don't like each other. And I, you got to wonder if, if that's part of it, you know, but I don't know. Like, I wish Styx would do that. Dennis DeYoung, he used to be their lead singer, but I guess they still don't get along to maybe do it that way. Okay, we can't get along, but we could sing together hologram style. Right. Got, I mean, Mr. Roboto was practically a hologram before its time anyway. So yeah. you're, you're right. That, that I would totally go see a Styx hologram. Oh, if they could do like, you know, recreate a Prince concert and do it that way, I would totally, I'd totally pay money for that. Oh, take my money. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> take my money. I think, I think he's my one regret. Me too. The one concert I, I, I had the opportunity to go to and for whatever reason I couldn't and I will always <gasps> regret. Is it the one of his last ones where he just kind of made a surprise visit? Oh, no, 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 no. This was back in the Purple Rain days. I, I was <gasps> oh, still in high heyday. school and it was just wow. yeah, back in his heyday. I, I can't remember the reason. I did, I did something else instead. Don't you hate it? Don't you hate these regrets? Yeah, I really do. Me too. Yeah. Talking about legends, Sting is going to be making a cameo. So there's a new show. It's called Only Murders in the Building. Selena Gomez. Steve Martin, right? Right. And Martin yeah. Short. Yes, and yes. they're old, and she's young, and she's she's teaching them about rap, and it's so I can't wait to see this show. And anyway, Sting is going to be doing a cameo. Tina Fey is going to do a cameo. Won't that be fun? So it's a like a you know a detective show, I guess, and she's like Selena Gomez, and then they're like these two old guys who are both comedians. So oh my gosh. Oh, my! I keep seeing um, ads for that, and I just, I haven't had a chance to really check it out. Um, but Sting's, so, oh my God, I love Sting. I haven't seen him do anything in a long time. Yeah, he'll, yeah. it'll be in the third episode that he's going to do that. And uh, if you go to YouTube, you can find some interviews where they're interviewing the three of them, and it's hilarious because she's so hip, and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of weird to think of Selena Gomez in something with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Yeah, it just doesn't match up for me. <laughs> or, you know, it's just, uh, what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. By the way, and, and by, you're going to have to get used to me saying, you know, when I was in Italy, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yay! But when I was in Italy, Selena Gomez is huge there among, among the kids. The young, oh, the, the the youngish people, like the under twenty fives, they love Selena Gomez. They love um, they love Demi Lovato. Mm. They love they're kind of met on the Biebs. 
uh, Zendaya. Um, there's all that like that generation of like Disney Nickelodeon kind of actor slash singer slash dancer kids that are hugely popular with Italian kids. Wow. You know what What ad I keep on seeing? It's Camila Cabello, a Cinderella. Yes. I don't know what that is. She's going to be in Cinderella? I think she is Cinderella. In what? In the new Cinderella. In Cinderella. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking, that she's not going to go fall for the whole handsome prince stuff. She's going to be all like, I am woman, hear me roar. I could be wrong, but that's the gist I, I, I thought I got oh, from the commercial. Yeah. Is this a, a, a TV show or a movie or a c- cartoon? I think it's a movie. I, oh, it's a, definitely a, like, yeah, it's a movie, I think. But I don't but, think it's um, animated. I think it's humans. Yes, yeah, humans. It's humans for sure. Humans, <laughs> not holograms. <laughs> <laughs> not claymation. Yeah, the fairy godmother is a fabulous gay man who's just dressed to the hilt and and you can just tell he's all over it her look you know oh, is, it's, it, uh, is it is it billy porter uh i think i think you're right yes adina oh adina menzel uh adina menzel mini driver right. yeah. billy porter pierce brosnan camille how did i not hear about this probably because i don't watch real tv <laughs> wow this might be really fun i love billy porter he's he's great he's fabulous but it, it'll be an interesting that was a really good point Lori. how they're gonna do this in this day and age where we're not trying to get girls to try to gussy up for the prince you, you know and and uh what how are they gonna what kind of take are they gonna yeah. put on this because they're yeah. like oh if you go with the prince we'll have everything our life will be wonderful and and it seems like, like she's like ever yeah after. not happening so i don't know it'll be interesting yeah. Because, you know, that's what I loved about Frozen 2 is, you know, when he finally finds. um, Oh, wait, don't say it because I haven't seen Frozen 2. Have you? Were you going to give a spoiler? We'll wait till you see it. Okay. (laughs) But whatever it is, you approve. (laughs) Okay. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Everyone on the edge of your seat of what Lori was going to say. Yeah, too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Now you have another movie to watch, Anna. Oh, no. Two Disney movies. Yep. I love Disney movies, actually, so I don't know what I'm complaining about. (laughs) Except Mary Poppins. Oh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. That's how far she got. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so new ABBA song. We haven't had a lot of craziness in the, you know, um, after the Olympics and all that. It seems like everything besides the Delta. What are you talking about? (laughs) <laughs> no craziness well, are you sure about that <laughs> well maybe the delta maybe that's the big crazy no 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 hurricane oh, Ida right I'm, is the big crazy forgive me i, I can't mean, believe boy. i missed that have you seen the flooding in new york i i i can't even believe what's going on over there so yesterday i was so busy and i didn't hear the news all day until i got home at night they're showing flooding and i'm like oh is that the aftermath of hurricane ida over in louisiana and they're like no new york new jersey pennsylvania mm-hmm. oh my god yeah it's hurricane ida right now still it's not called a hurricane anymore but that de- tropical depression 
pound, like they got between 7, 10, 12 inches of rain. New York, here, here's a nightmare scenario. They shut down the New York City subway system because the tunnels were getting flooded. And people were down there. They had to do like swift water rescues to get people out of the subway system. Can you imagine that? I'm not even believing it. It is crazy. The the Newark airport got flooded. Yeah. They had to they had to evacuate the control tower because of a tornado warning. And then the airport got flooded. Like people's baggages were Ruined. were floating around, you know? I'm like, oh my gosh. Crazy. But and it's funny because we haven't I don't know, maybe it's just where I'm kind of focused because of my job and you know, I'm I'm looking more at regional, you know, news than 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 um, you know, fully national news. But it feels like like power outages aside, you know, millions of people without power in Louisiana, Mississippi, and they're and they're they're getting the grid back online. It feels like it doesn't seem as dire as it was after Katrina. Am I am I missing something? Is it as dire and we're just not hearing about it yet? Or or did did some things hold better this time than last time? I I'm not sure. Like I was keeping an eye on it when it was like really blown around. When it was it was a category four, and I could have sworn that little meter was starting to look like it was going to get to five, blowing around a five sometimes. It was close. Yeah, and then as it was category three, that was you know power was already out, but we didn't you know it was dark and everything was dark, and that was sort of the last time I had seen anything. I hadn't heard. I think. Maybe just maybe one death uh, there that time. So I don't know how tragic it's been. Right. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the weird thing about it is that is that there was, I mean, there are other things besides the death count, obviously. I mean, there's, you know, when your home is destroyed and all that stuff you take into account. But in terms of the fatalities, it's, if I'm remembering correctly, there was only one in Louisiana where where there's been like 25 in the Northeast, right? New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. There have been a lot of them in the last day from this storm that wasn't even over water anymore. It's been going across half the United States when it hit. I mean, that is, that's insane. I've never heard of or ever seen images of uh, the subway in New York City flooding. I've never no. heard of city streets flooding in New York. And I, I understand there are like flood zones there, but yeah. I've never actually, I th- I'd never thought of New York as, oh, that's an area that floods or Jersey. Right. I didn't either until Hurricane Sandy a few years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, my brother lives in New York and he's in the village, What I, which I guess is, like you said, it's urban. So you never think about flood zones. You think about like farmland <laughs> being a flood zone, right? And and so he's like, well, we had to evacuate our building and, and go, go uptown. I'm like, really? But I guess that, you know, lower Manhattan really is lower, you know. Um, and so he had to go several blocks into the city and, and stay with a friend um, just just in case. And, you know, fortunately, he's up on the third floor, so he didn't have any damage. He did it so he wouldn't be trapped. He's not there right now. He's in Italy. But um, I don't know, like, I don't have any other friends there at the moment. So I'm I'm. I don't know what it's like, but it must be terrifying. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Can't even. Yeah. New York City. <laughs> and well, I mean, and, and everywhere else, it's, it's almost like, how did it cover so much, so much of, you know, the Northeast? I, it just seems like, I think I, I think I thought I heard Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. 
They had, so I do do local news for a, a station there in, in um, Milford, Massachusetts, and they've had a lot of rain recently. Like the Midwest and the East has had a lot of rain. So the ground was kind of already saturated just from regular old summer rain, some of which has been heavier than usual. So this like 10 inches came on top of a ground that was already soaked and rivers that were already running high. Um, that that explains that portion. I I guess it must be the same thing in, in, in New York and New Jersey. You, I, feel, I feel like they're on the coast, but I guess they're not really on the coast. I guess they're sort of in on rivers more. But wow, it's just, it's, it's mind boggling. Meanwhile, here on the West Coast, fires are threatening South Lake Tahoe. I mean, California has a bunch of fire, really, really bad fires going on right now. And it just doesn't seem fair. It's like, okay, we've got fire and you've got water. I wonder if there's a way we could get together. Right? <laughs> Everything would be warm and dry. You know, I think that's a song called Meet Me in the Middle. <laughs> Meet Me in the Middle. Right. Well, you know, with all that has been going on, I have just stayed away from news. And so what I hear is only what, you know, my family or friends say to me. So uh, because it's been so overwhelming to see so many things, you know, going on and, yes. you know, after this year and, you know, and I work in media, I should be paying more attention, but it's almost, it almost hurts my heart to see so many people suffering. You just mm-hmm. shooted yourself. I know. How bad oh. was that? Yeah. I've yeah. been called out. There's no should. You shouldn't not be paying attention. I I heartily endorse breaks. The news can be really overwhelming, especially when it's bad. And there's been a lot that's been happening in our country and in the world in the last few weeks. And I heartily endorse taking a break from it, whether it's in a book or a TV show or a podcast or whatever. No, there, there is no should when it comes to following the news. As long as you're staying safe and following the things that you need to follow in order to have safety for you and your family. I, I wouldn't flip on the nightly news if I didn't have to. Yeah, it's not like I'm plugging my ears and going, na, 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 but I'm not looking for it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we have so much getting at us uh, information-wise. It's so easy to find everything, and the moment you look at your phone, something pops up like a news feed or something. Breaking news! And everything's almost breaking news in every little source that you have at the palm of your hand or on the screen in front of you or TV. I don't remember this much news coming at me, you know, younger. Yeah, maybe it is okay to just stay away from it (laughs) and immerse yourself in a book. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did turn off the alerts. Um, When I went on vacation and I haven't turned it back on, I used to get breaking news alerts and they stress me out. They really do. Now, now I don't get the news till I go look for it. With the exception of my fantasy football team. I do need to know breaking Uh news there. Yes. (laughs) That's awesome. But but yeah, I think it's very, very healthy to, to, to step away from it. Well, and you know, I was telling Anna this the other day, because you know, there is, there's so much Gosh, for lack of a better word, venom. Like Claire was saying, I shoulded on myself because I teach people to be coaches. And the class I'm teaching right now is a um, nationally certified coach training for recovery coaches, as in drugs and alcohol. And it was so interesting because we do this activity and people, people don't know what they don't know. And so it's hard for them to be unbiased. And so the segment we were talking about is privilege. 
this person texted me and said, I'm not I'm not comfortable talking about this because it said white privilege. And I didn't get the message on break, which I'm really glad because I didn't want to go in. I wouldn't have wanted to go in uncomfortable thinking, oh, no, somebody in the class is going to take issue with this. So we went through the list. It was really interesting because they started to soften a little. They started to see it's not white. It's just privilege. Then we did this activity. Now, some people may have seen a video of this, but we've been doing in this class for many, many years. In person, what you do is you all stand in a line, the whole class. And as as I read this list, people will step forward or walk to the other side. So I'm thinking, how am I going to do this on Zoom? And I almost didn't do it, but I chose to do it. And what I did is I said, would everybody put your video off? When I ask this question, if you're willing to, if, it, if you uh, resonate and you're willing to, please put your face up, you know, put your camera back on. There might be some that you're like, yeah, that's me, but I'm not putting my camera on. You know, it's totally okay with you. So I had them all turn the camera off. We went through so many things. I don't want to read them all, but I grew up poor. I grew up rich. I'm from Asian descent. I'm from um, African-American descent. I'm a woman. I'm a single mom. Uh, I was raised by a single mom. Uh, My parents were alcoholics. I'm an alcoholic. So we just went through all of these. And every time they'd put their face up, see everybody could still see. So everybody could see the faces. And... It was very moving, and I wish I would have gone a little slower. It was my first time doing it online, and, you know, it's like kind of like, but so at the end, we did, of course, this debrief. One of the things somebody said, I did not want to step forward when you said I was raised poor, but I did, and somebody else said, because you did that, because I saw your face, I was willing to put my face up there, too. It was really crazy because the person that had taken issue was now in the very middle of the Zoom Mm. of all of us. And he just, he had his head down and his head in his hand. And so I called his name and he's shaking his head. He goes, "Uh, did you get my text? And I go, no. And he goes, I told you I'm not comfortable doing this. And he said, I have been so adamant about white privilege and people judging me like I have white privilege. And he said, I put my face up there once. I was raised with every opportunity. I was raised in a good family with both parents. And he went on and he started bawling, Mm. bawling because he has taken such issue with this because he didn't understand until he looked. And one of the people that we would have never guessed that she's Asian descent, you know, because she just looks white. He said, I never knew All of you had all of these things. And he goes, I work in recovery. And what right do I have when I've never had anything bad happen to me? And what was funny was this is a group of coaches, right? We're not supposed to fix. We're supposed to let them have their moment, right? Mm -hmm. Let him be in that pain of his of his judgment because he didn't know what he didn't know. And everybody started trying to fix him. So next week, that's going to come up. But it was so powerful to see somebody actually get it. It, it. I couldn't wait to get to work. And I rushed Anna. She was in the studio. I didn't care. I, I'm. You got to know. You got to see what just happened. <laughs> and it just happened mm-hmm. when you had told me about it. And it was, uh, it was so, it was refreshing, you know, to, to see 
uh, someone who was he was really opposed, not willing to learn. Yeah, he didn't and, think it was a thing. He thought people were just making it up because he and, hadn't uh, he didn't know what he didn't know. When you don't know, you don't know. Um, he was sounding like he didn't really want to delve into any more information than, you know, that label that people are throwing around, he thinks. That was a really cool thing that you did there. Well, it was it's the curriculum, and I love it because it talks so much about diversity. And if we are going to be coaching people and they grew up poor and we didn't, they're going to have a different mindset. And so mm-hmm. as coaches, we don't we we are not going to judge, right? But we have to recognize that we might be coming from a different place. So we have to consider that. And it was it's such it's just such an excellent program. I'm so grateful I get to teach it and have these kind of experiences and see people having aha moments. You should give yourself credit too for your your adaptability for you your first notion was well I can't do this exercise because I'm on Zoom and then looking at the tools you had in front of you and adapting for a Zoom generation. That was that was very clever of you and you didn't give up. That's, you know, part of the whole package, really. Well, thank you because I almost didn't do it and I'm the kind of person I'm like Let's just try it, even if I do it wrong. And so um, one of the gals who is a professional in the social services, she just messaged me and she goes, "Um, maybe go a little slower between, you know, statements. And I was so grateful because Mm -hmm. she was brave enough to, you know, me as the leader to say, and I was so grateful that she brought to the table her wisdom And so, you know, it's like we learn as we go. And I'm so grateful that I could just step out and do it. And people could give me not advice, but just suggestions that made it even better. People can really learn from you because you do adapt very well. And you're also open to listening to people when they're giving uh, suggestions or advice. And you do it without complaint and and. People complain, you know. Well, you know, what's funny is I made kind of a vow with myself to not be defensive. And so whenever I get a suggestion, if I start to bristle, I go, wait, I wasn't going to be defensive. But yesterday, somebody in the industry um, messaged me and said, can you tell me how come you're charging for this class? And I got so defensive, so defensive. And then it took me all night, all night to form a response. And she said, I got it for free from the community college. And so I wonder why you're charging. It really took a while for me to step down from that. And I finally said, you know, I I wish I could do it for free. And if you can get it free from the community college, send your people there. I said, chances are they still get paid by the college. Chances are the people that are going for free, their facilitator is still getting paid. And I said, it's a lot of, it's a a big commitment. It's a lot of hours and a lot of study. I I just can't do it for free, (laughs) which I actually do. Most of the people don't even pay, but because I want them to have the training, but I'm not going to say that. I I do want to be that person, but I'm not going to say I don't bristle sometimes and you have to just take a minute and breathe. (laughs) That. That's a tough situation, though. I mean, I I agree with you about the the notion of not being defensive and and breathing through you know criticism when it's constructive criticism. But I think that people just simply aren't educated about why certain resources are are a certain way. And the community college is a perfect example of that. There's probably a grant or something else that allows them to do that, and that's not your situation. 
Also, I would venture that I don't know the class size that, that you are in, but the class that I took from you was a very small class size. And I, I will always value that because we got so much individualized attention and I suspect more opportunity than you would get in a larger class. So if the community college had three or four people, that's one thing. But if it had 20 people, I don't know that you're necessarily going to get that same level of, of teaching slash, slash coaching. Would you agree with that? Wow, that's really good. I didn't even consider that. But yes, it's true. I have 12 in this class. And um, so we are able to really get personal, uh, get down and dirty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you can't do that with 20 people. Yeah, that's a good um, point. Thank you for that. Yeah. Not to denigrate the people teaching it at the community college, because I'm sure the pe- I'm sure that the instructors are excellent. But yeah, I, I think there's people just don't understand value. I mean, really just the value of teaching and what it is and what it takes to teach something. The the background and the skills and the training, let alone the hours in the preparation and the enactment and then all the stuff you don't see on the side, the individual messages and things that, that you're doing on the side. And I, I definitely get, I absolutely get my hackles up when people question why somebody is charging for something. I see it with my partner all the time. She's an artist. Oh, can you just draw me this thing for free? I mean, can you just make me this? Well, no, that takes time, you know? And it's like that, I'm with you on that. (laughs) Well, even like sewing, you know, I sew. It's not something I want to do for a living, but I'm pretty magical. And um, people are like, oh, could you do this? It'll just take a minute. You know, I'm happy to do it, but it doesn't just take a minute. (laughs) Right. (sighs) Doesn't that drive you nuts? It'll only take a yeah. minute. Come on. And yet they can't I do it. Have my original Lori COVID mask that you made back way when the pandemic first started. Oh my gosh. I have a Seahawks mask and I have a, a Star Wars mask. That's hilarious. Um, and I have an Angry Birds mask. And I will admit I, I've had to redo the elastic um, <laughs> once or twice. But, that, but the mask itself has absolutely held firm through wash after wash. Awesome. <laughs> and I still have my olive mask. Do you? It's actually got olives on it. <laughs> I, it's got all, it's just covered in olives. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> like a big walk-in martini. Yep. <laughs> martini. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, girls, I have, I have to get going pretty soon. Don't leave us, Well, thank you, ladies. Thank you so much for your time, your energy. And the last one minute and the laughs. Yes. How many stars should they give us? Always five, please. What should they do? Oh, they should. <laughs> what should they do in general or with our podcast? <laughs> I don't know what I'm asking. What they should do what is should be, they do? be good to one another. Be kind. Make sure that they're always doing be kind. Aww. Do something you love. Support animals. But what they should do with our podcast <laughs> is recommend it to everybody they know. Good job. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have said should. What we would like you to do with our podcast. It, no, no. I'm going to say should in this case. You should recommend it to other people. It's enjoyable. <laughs> there. Yeah. You did it. You shoulded. Yep. I shoulded. I shoulded you all. That's a good should. <laughs> yep. A very satisfying should. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us on Listen and Learn... Or not. not. Hugs and kisses. Bye. Listen to Abba. Abba Dabba Doo. Check out that Abba song. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them. Two of them. <laughs> Bye.
<laughs> hologram. Hologram. <laughs> Bye. <It's> Bye. <laughs>